0: Welcome to Clinton Baptiste's Spooky Nighttime Stories Where we share your stories My stories Stories of the ghosts Sometimes behaving badly Sometimes benevolently Sometimes doing all sex and that sort of thing and all If you want to contact the show Contact me on the Patreon site as we share your spooky nighttime stories. johnny it's chris hello chris how are you there hello clinton hello there where, where are you ringing from chris from preston mate preston, preston i know it very well the preston guild <laughs> indeed yeah yes the preston guild and that's all i know but listen <laughs> what can i do for you
1: I said a a, a question about relationships.
0: It's a question about relationships. Ladies and gentlemen, we've got someone who wants to know about relationships because I'm not just a ghostly man. I'm someone who can cut through the bullshit. I'm a man with a very open mind. I'm clairvoyant. I can see into the future, and I might be able to advise you on love and sex and relationships, or maybe just digital twos. Now, go on.
1: I I'd like wonder what if you could see anything in uh, the future of uh, my relationship with my wife. Is there anything I should know, or is there anything I should worry about?
0: Yeah, yeah. Just, just describe your wife, because I can see her in my mind. I just tell everyone at home what what she's like. Uh, she's quite tall. Yeah. Dark hair. Yeah. The face is. It's not. What is it? A five, really? Well, it's in the eye of the beholder, I suppose. Yes, it is. It is, very much so. Uh, it's it's fall going on a fine. Now, look, your wife, she's, as you say, and she's got probably quite a nice personality, isn't she, Chris? She has, yeah. Yeah. And what do you want to know specifically? Because I can... I've got her in my mind. I don't, don't want to in my mind too much. If you just back away, love? That's it, she's gone. Um, tell me what you want to know particularly about uh, love and sex and relationships with your wife,
1: it's just, do, we, do we have a, a, a future? Is there, is there good news on the horizon? Oh, I, say, is there any, I say, can you see anything that I should worry about? I should know. But I don't already know.
0: Tell me this. Is it love and sex that's worrying you, or the relationships, or what you've got ahead of you?
1: Well, this is the, the, the relationship and will, will, we, will we stay in love?
0: I've got Tarawak lending a hand here, and he's, he's got... He's looking at your wife and he's got thumbs up. Uh, not literally, he's got his thumbs up. He's saying, yeah, he's saying it's, there's a lot to look forward to. You got over a little bit of a sticky period recently, didn't you, I'm saying? A marital, you know, a bit of a marital, a little bit... You take the rough with the smooth, but, the, but maybe a rougher part of your marital um, journey. Yeah, there's plenty of rough on the way when I come over from the pub, etc., and she's
1: starting to kick me out.
0: Yeah. It, uh... do, do do you do you love her very much? I do, I do. Oh well, that's lovely. And I've got one. She's she's turning to me in my mind's eye, and she's blowing a kiss. Now it might be to me, it might be to Tarowak. Oh, she's mouthing. Yeah, what are you mouthing up, Chris? She's saying, it's a kiss. It, she's done a great big kiss with them, them 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 lips of hers, and she's oh she's she's oh she's giving you the glad eye. With the one oh, eye, that's... and the other one is pointing... Basically, one eye is has left the shop, the other one's still paying for the goods, isn't it? <laughs> well, yeah. It's, it's
1: bad, but say, one it's eye's bad. looking
0: for a seat, the other one's paying the bus conductor. It's something like that, isn't it?
1: In the, uh, I say, yeah, I thought I'd say, that.
0: That can be corrected. And she's, you know, she's quite sweet <laughs> in her own way. What I'd do if I were you, I'd go to the shops, get her a big bag of cosmetics, right? Empty them out and just stick the f***ing bag on her. <laughs> 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 oh, that's a little joke. She's laughing. Is that her laughing, Tarawak? I don't know. It's funny. It might be laughing. Well, she's dribbling anyway. Listen, mate. She says it's all going to be lovely and Tarawak is nodding as well. So, very best of luck, Chris. Thank you, to
1: Appreciate
0: it. She's a lovely, lovely lady. She's waving with the one arm. All right, mate. Ta-da! Yeah, bye. Now, very often on this show we deal with death, don't we? We deal with misery, sadness. But what I think my job is, really, is to express the joy of life. And that's why we've got some lovely, heartwarming stories that people have written in to me for me to, well, impart to you. It's Clinton Baptiste, our tune. I'm going to kick off this week with the story of Julie and Arthur. Now, Arthur was 80... 80 years old. He belonged to a different age, an age of chivalry, kindness to one's fellow man, smallpox and overt racism. But he was an old romantic. Or put it another way, if his new young love, Julie, you know, she knew if she dressed up a bit tarty for him and tickled his fancy, he'd slip her a 20 for a night out on the vodka and Red Bulls with her mates. He was a total mug, but nice with it. You know, Julie, he'd say... I remember jiving in the 50s. Yeah, yeah, whatever. I tell you, in my day, with rationing, yeah. Have you got that money from a new telly, Arthur? Julie admits she's taken advantage of the old geezer, something rotten, when he thought they were in love. When she got out to the club with her mates, she'd tell them about Arthur, his rubbish poetry, and they'd laugh their heads off. <laughs> Silly old sod. And then something awful happened. There was an accident, a bad accident. Late one night after getting out of the bath, one of Arthur's knots dropped off and alone in the house in the dark he slipped on it and fell down the stairs. Dead. Stone f-ing dead. Fun-loving Julie returned home the next morning <laughs> laughing <laughs> off her face as usual as she entered straightening her skirt and trying to hold her nose together after all the gack she'd inhaled. She saw him dead as a doornail. Her Arthur. Now, Julie's big enough to admit she was never kind to him, but now it was too late. And this is when things got worse. To Julie's horror, she discovered she... she wasn't in his will. At first, she felt resentment, but, you know... Then, Julie writes, she began to remember the the good times. Getting her mates round to laugh at his pyjamas when he was down the legion. Hiding his glasses, spending his pool's money when she'd said she'd sent it off. No one could take these wonderful memories away from her. You know, with a story like this, you wonder how anyone could be so cruel. All that effort for no money, whispering saucy fantasies and then having to say it three more times in his good ear because the old grunter couldn't f***ing hear it removing her undies for him when they went out to the pub, mainly because he'd had an accident and had to stick hers on in the bogs. The Vera Lynn Gimp Mask. All counted for nothing. Nad. Newell. And now he was gone. What a stingy old bastard. And Julie wants to share an important lesson. Arthur's death has taught her something, and that's... Don't go for old fellas, ladies. Try to get yourself a bit of younger cock. Great kitchen, And when we were sitting around the table, we we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash host.
1: Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes.
0: Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems. But getting therapy has its own problems too Spirit is very, very strong tonight. Johnny is there, and he's broken out in a sweat, in a cold sweat, haven't I mean, you, John? He's he's yeah. just through the glass there, and he's got someone. I can hear her now. She's on line one. Is that Lisa? It is. Hello, Clinton. Hello, my love. Where are you phoning from, my love? I'm phoning from Cambridge. Oh, very posh. Uh, now, Cambridge is a very, very spiritual uh, place, it's full of dons, isn't it? It's full okay. of students on bikes. It's full of the gargoyles looking down. Very, very spiritual place. And not at all like Leicester Polytechnic, where I went, which is... <laughs> was a shithole. Now, Lisa, yes. tell me, the this you have got a ghostly story, is that correct?
1: I have, yes. OK. Uh, and I'm j- so I'm so hey.
0: thinking about it. It's what... Can you speak into the f***ing receiver, please? <laughs>
1: still scares me thinking about
0: it. Oh, my God, sorry. Right, Johnny, music, please. She's absolutely bricking it, this one. Okay, begin, my love.
1: Um, okay, Um. in about 2011, I, I went to work uh, at a holiday resort in Vermont. And, in Canada? Uh, in, in Just on the border of Canada, actually. Right. Just as far as you can get in, in North America.
0: Very, very spiritual place, yeah.
1: Very spiritual. And we were put into this um, staff house right. that looks... If you imagine the film Amityville...
0: Good God, yeah.
1: That's what the house looked like. And it was actually on a hill. Right. Um, and it was scary. It was just really scary. Right. If you imagine that uh, a family had lived there and they had just left, in the middle of the
0: night and left all of their things there. Okay, hold on. And you you ended up there... How come you were there with and, and people had left stuff there? Because
1: I, I went... It was a summer job that I, I went to work for and the families rented out these houses to have got it. Staff. To I've live got in. it.
0: This is not Cambridge at all. Doesn't matter. Not Let me say that stuff about Cambridge and it's about somewhere entirely different. Doesn't matter. It's a slight like waste of my time, it doesn't matter. Um... And you were there, and they put you in this house, and it looked like someone had to leave in a hurry. Is that correct?
1: It, it did, oh yeah. Because um, we, we had a little look in some of their drawers, and there were right. all these like letters from the 1960s, and there were all these like really old photographs on the wall, right. and it was just really, really scary. And I I slept downstairs, yeah, and all the other girls that I lived with they slept upstairs. Right. Um and at night you would just hear these footsteps of oh walking around. Right. Um and I, I asked the girls, I said, do you you know, any of you up walking about last night? And they oh no, we we're all like fast asleep right. So I didn't think anything of it. Right. And then it kept happening, you'd hear these footsteps all sorts of like walking through the corridor, walking up the staircase.
0: Good God. M- male then, footsteps, heavy ones, light ones? Heavy footsteps. And then you'd hear, like,
1: doors banging. And I'm thinking, you know, why are the girls making lots of noise upstairs? Yeah. And you'd hear drawers being pulled open. Yeah. And then, you know, things being dragged across the floor.
0: What, what, dragged across the floor, what?
1: I, well, I don't know what it was that was being dragged across the floor, yeah. but it, it just sounded like something was being, like something heavy was being dragged along the floor. Right. Um. And again, I'd ask the girls about it, and they were, they were like, "Well, no, we weren't, we weren't walking around." Yeah. But we heard things too, um, and they kind of didn't want to tell anybody. It. Yeah. 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 Exactly, because, you know, if you mention that kind of thing, people think, yeah, well, they've been drinking. Right. Um, and this continued, like, night after night after night, and it always seems to be around 3am, that right. the noises would start. Right. I just got absolutely terrified. Right. And I couldn't sleep, so I'd, I'd put, like, my iPod in just to try and drown out.
0: Found. So it wasn't that long ago, it was the days of iPods, yes? Yes, Yeah. 2011 it was. So. Bloody um, hell. And I, I would just try and sort of like
1: drown it out so that I'd fall asleep Ugh. because it, it was just yeah. oppressive, there was just this like feeling in the house that it was dark, it was oppressive, that you were being watched, Um, and, and nobody wanted to be in the house alone. Good um, God. And one, one of the girls, she was very, very religious. Yeah. She actually started uh, sleeping with a Bible under her pillow because she was so scared. Yeah. And she actually said, I'm going to die in this house. Yeah, you don't
0: need a Bible. A big fucking cricket bat would have done it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so she was. She so
1: said scared. she was going to die. She thought she was going to die in that house. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So she ended up actually moving out because she was just so terrified.
0: Right. Bloody hell. I'm I'm bound to ask, my love, a couple of things. Firstly, were any of the girls playing a trick on you?
1: Well, I did think that, but the fact that we all experienced things sort of individually and then sort of finally, you know, talked about it with each other. Yeah. um,
0: I genuinely don't think it was a joke. Well, um, and what about the second question I wanted to ask was, yeah. the people who put you up in this place, yes. did you ever say to them, look, first of all, there's people's own possessions here. Yeah. As if they've been suddenly, you know, had to jump up in the middle of the night and flee. Yeah. Is there any way we could be moved? Or tell us what went on. Well, it was funny because we did
1: sort of talk to people who, who worked on that site year after year after year. And they absolutely believed our stories. Yeah. Um, and there was staff who'd lived in the house the year before and they said that once when they came home at night the furniture had been moved. Oh, crazy. Now I don't know if I necessarily believe that story, right. but that's what they said. Well,
0: um, yeah. Can I just say about yeah. that, a poltergeist will move furniture. Yeah. It will wreck a place. Um, I was very, very fortunate. I was visited by um, a poltergeist, which was the ghost of Liberace. And like most gay men, he was very, very particular. Um, And what he actually did was he he cleared up the place more than anything. He he rearranged things very, very (laughs) nicely. The only thing he threw across the room was some cushions, because they didn't go at all with my sofa. um, How dare he? How dare he? It was very much like that. I mean, initially, I was being um, possessed by um, Plato, Mm -hmm. the uh, philosopher, but it's all very... And intelligent but I couldn't understand a word he was saying I'm sure if I was brighter I'd have made those. in the end I put in for a transfer I said can I have Liberace but can I just ask one thing because I've <laughs> yes. got Tarowak here my spirit oh, guide oh lovely because yeah, uh, he knows about the you know the, the, the wasteland the tundra the Icelandic yeah. tundra and that yeah. was very similar up there in North America near Vermont wasn't it that's right a little bit snowy Tarowak, what do you oh he's saying elk Ooh. he's saying elk he's said, yeah what are you saying He's saying an Inuit uh, mm-hmm. might have been dragging an elk oh. upstairs to feed the family. Because what did he used to have? Elk, yeah? What else? Uh, he had elk. Elk for breakfast, elk for yeah, yeah, dinner, and elk for tea he had. Oh, lovely. Uh, <laughs> boiled in ice and elk fritters they used to have occasionally. Sounds bloody awful. <laughs> so it may have been that, or mm-hmm. it may have been, what's that? A headless person, stop making things up. You can be a real prick like that sometimes. right, we've got nothing better to do. Go and get me some alibut. Now, listen. Mm-hmm. Did anything happen? How did it manifest itself in the end? What did you do? Did you leave? Or? Um
1: Well, things kind of es- kept on escalating yeah. because uh, one night when I was in, in my bedroom, I heard it, it sounded like as heavy as it, like a football being like thrown at my door. Oh my! God. And I know the girls were definitely upstairs. There was nobody downstairs. Right. Um. And then another day, I had my bedroom door open, and it looked out onto the the back porch. Right. And the porch door was one of those like slide bolt things. I know. That You oh. have to physically slide yeah. to open it. And I was lying in the middle of the day, just on my bed, and yeah. looked up, and the door swung open, and it had oh been locked. God.
0: Yeah. Can I just say, if it is of any comfort, I've met Mm -hmm. Canadians, and they're a very, very decent, soft people. Mm -hmm. I think if the ghost had been Canadian, he would just come in, stroke your hair, make you a nice hot drink, and then fucked off again.
1: Oh well, Ryan Gosling's Canadian, so if it'd
0: been him, that would have been nice. Who is a Canadian? Ryan Gosling. (laughs) Yeah. It could have been Ryan Gosling, except he's very much alive, I think. That's true, that's true. Uh, but, no, Canadians, I've found, as a rule, a little bit boring, but very, very pleasant. He might have bored mm-hmm. you to death. I don't know whether he would be <laughs> <frightened> you <didn't laughs> know. Oh, my goodness, my darling. Well, Lisa, it's lovely to speak to you. Thank you, Clinton. Um, it's been very helpful. I Yeah, as I say, Tarawak says if it had been um, a Canadian ghost, nothing to worry about. Mm-hmm. Absolutely nothing to worry about. I mean, alternatively, this would be something to worry about. There might have been an entire family wiped out there, killed, murdered, <laughs> which would be not as nice. Listen, <laughs> my love, thank you so much for ringing. Thank and you. And please get in touch again if there's any more ghostly goings on. I will, Clinton. Thank and Tarawak's you very much. waving as well. Thanks, Tarawak. And Johnny's waving. He's saying seven out of ten. <laughs> Thanks, my love. Thank you. thank you for listening I think you'll agree it's been quite hair raising but also strangely comforting join us next time and don't forget if you do have a story you want to impart to us contact us at this Patreon site thank you so much to all patrons goodbye 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 Yeah all right fading now.